Hey gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. I'm Phil, as always, joined by my main man, Vinny Bag of Donuts. Vinny, what's happening? Not much, Phil. The uh, the old bag is one donut short. Had a nice glaze this morning. Of course, of course. You're looking very healthy, very plump. Uh, thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, we're, we're back. We, uh, we had a couple week hiatus. I got all cut up. I got a new bionic right arm. So I'm looking forward to being able to use that again at some point. Um, I'm, I'm left-handed Larry right now, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. No, no laugh there. Okay, so uh, today we are going to be previewing the AFC South uh, little, little team breakdown episode with some, some bets to go along with it. Are you ready, Vinny? Let's do it. You want to uh, talk about the lowly Texans first, Phil? We might as well get them out of the way. Um, But first, the odds to win the division, the Jacksonville Jaguars are your betting favorite, and they are straight chalk. They are minus 155 at DraftKings. That is the best price in the marketplace. Followed by the Tennessee Titans, they are plus 350, Caesars and DraftKings. The Indianapolis Colts, my squad, looking terrible at 7-1 over at Caesars. And the Houston Texans are 11-1 at MGM. Uh, so let's take a look at these Texans, Vince. Their win total is set at six and a half. And this team has really, really turned over uh, during the offseason. They brought in D'Amico Ryans uh, from that Kyle Shanahan defense in San Francisco. Uh, he was there for the last two years, and he oversaw a defense that allowed the second fewest yards during his tenure. Um, then they drafted C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, second overall. Made a little trade-up action there to get him. Um, this is a team they are... They are developing, Vince. Uh, they got three very, very new rookie and half-rookie wide receivers. Um, Nathaniel Dell out of the Houston uh, college team there. He was Clayton Toon's main target. Xavier Hutchinson and John Mechie, who set out last year um, after a, a leukemia diagnosis. So it'll be nice to see him back. But what do we what do we expect to see this year out of this Houston Texans team, Vince? Yeah, I think a lot of development. Um, a lot of development of uh, of CJ Stroud. He showed some some solid development already through the preseason. Really, really tough first outing. Bounced back in the second, uh, and then finally threw his first uh, pro touchdown here in week three. Um, so they've got to be pretty happy with what they see there um, so far. Um, you know, he's going to be an accuracy quarterback. He's not the you know the, this kind of uh, Jalen Hurts or, or Lamar Jackson kind of kind of guys, so they're going to be you know hoping to keep him clean back there. Um, he's going to need to think fast though. That offensive line is going to be a concern this year. One of the worst last year, giving up the fifth most quarterback hits. Um, but I like what they did with some of these uh, you know some of these veterans. Dalton Schultz at tight end, Jimmy Ward obviously at safety is really great addition. Um, Shaquille Griffin, although he's going to be uh, out here, it looks like for a couple weeks. Really love the Robert Woods play. Um, just a solid uh, receiver there for CJ to lean on, um, as well as, as Schultz, really. I mean, he's really a receiving tight end more than anything. Um, and, you know, interesting play there with Devil, Devin Singletary, although it looks like Damian Pierce will be the featured back, um, which I want to talk about here at the, uh, the end of the Texans segment. Um, got a play there for, for Mr. Pierce. Oh, a little, a little tease action. Um... I'm kind of with you, Vince, with, with, with uh, Damian Pierce. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Damian Pierce this year, even though that offensive line is is really no good. Um, but they they upgraded a bit, so hopefully they'll improve 
just a smidge over last year. I think they're going to try and keep keep games close and win with defense. That that defensive side of the ball seems to be the strength. Um, mm-hmm. But these these wideouts, I kind of want to touch on them. So uh, Nathaniel Dell was awesome in college. I, I actually saw a lot of him uh, because I'm a degenerate college football gambler, and I I uh, <laughs> I really like to play that Houston team. In 2021, he had 90 catches for 1,329 yards, 12 touchdowns, and then it got even better in 2022. He had 109 grabs. 1,400 yards, 17 touchdowns. Um, Hutchinson, comparable numbers in 2022. He had 107 grabs, 1,200 yards, and six touchdowns. And then John Mechie out of Alabama uh, in 2021, he had 96 grabs, 1142, and eight touchdowns. So, I mean, even if you get a little development out of out of these guys, let's say you hit on, on two out of three, and you're looking at a, a pretty good wide receiving core here uh, for the years to come. Dalton Schultz, like you said, he was the cowboy safety blanket. I mean, he was really, really effective. Mm-hmm. So CJ Stroud can yeah. probably lean on on you know him as a veteran. What I worry about from Stroud, and you know, maybe you can touch on this. At Ohio State, Vince, he never really had to command the huddle. Um, he never worked under center. It, it was always, you know, reading cardboard cutouts from the sideline from from Ryan Day, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of shotgun. So how do you see that playing out? You know, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We we we've heard a lot about um, you know this uh, this wonderlick score, and if this kid can even you know handle that kind of pressure in the huddle, uh, you know, at the center. Um, you know, I, I'm not too familiar um, with with their center in uh, in Mr. Scruggs there, but maybe he can take some of that uh, burden off his shoulders, a la Jason Kelsey. We'll see. Um, you know, D'Amico's got a I'm sure got a, a handle and a good read on that and I'm sure he's going to set him up for success uh, or at least certainly not to fail sure so um I lean under on this win total of six and a half um not because I don't like the Texans I think they're a project I, I think D'Amico Ryans will be a really effective head coach um you know maybe next year in 2024 uh you know he'll have a chance to draft some more of his guys fill those cupboards um mm-hmm. So I, I lean under the six and a half, even though they only face five teams that made the playoffs in 2022. So it's kind of a soft schedule. What do you, mm-hmm. what do you think? Do you, do you like the win total or do you have another prop you want to go to? You know, I, I have, I have two, I have the win total and I have a player. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that you're just leaning under the six and a half. So not only am I hard under six and a half, uh, I don't like the extra vague there. One thirty. Uh, so I'm going to swipe up on DK to under five and a half. Oh, we're going alt lines because I just can't, I can't get over four wins for this team. As I go down the schedule, they've got a gauntlet of road games, a bad defense. And for now, a bad defense. We'll see what D'Amico can do. A rookie quarterback that needs time to develop. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and take the under five and a half at plus plus one thirty. Plus one thirty. Okay. I like it. I like the plus number. What did you have for a player prop? Cause I'm going to lay one on you here in a minute. Okay, well, so here's my here's my theory here. I think you're going to see a surprising number of first downs from the Texans with CJ's accuracy, which could lead to more volume for Damian Pierce, who will clearly be the feature back, even with the addition of Singletary. And he's going to catch some passes again this year, just like last year. He caught, uh, I think it was 39 balls last year, at least uh, target-wise. Um, I am going for over 1,100 rush receiving yards for Damian Pierce Minus one fifteen. So that's a that's a combo. That's uh, rushing and receiving uh, combined. 
That's right. If you uh, if you want to get uh, toasty there, I would say I think over 900 is the rushing only line. And I, I like that as well for Damien. All right. I like it. I like it. So my player prop, Vince, is a little bit longer. This is this is more of a more of a, a little little home run shot. I'm taking CJ Stroud most INTs uh, for this year oh. at 20 to one. Uh, you reason do being, not believe in the interception, the the accuracy rate. <laughs> I, I just think that the he's going to struggle under center. The reads yeah. are going to have to be a whole lot faster, you know, because yes. at Ohio State, the talent um, uh, gap was much more when he was facing other Big Ten schools than it's going to be here in the NFL. And I just think he's going to have a much longer rope as well. I don't I don't think there's any threat of him being benched. Uh, you know, they didn't draft him. To, to throw Davis Mills back in there. So I, I, I think this is his team. It's going to kind of be like Peyton in his rookie year. You know, he's, he's just got all the rope in the world. Do the best you can. 20 to 1. I don't mind taking a shot. 20 to 1. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that I think wraps up the Texans, unless you have anything else. Keep on rolling. All right. Cool. Let's talk about my Indianapolis Colts. Uh, their win total is set at six and a half also. Uh, They brought in new head coach Shane Steichen and plucked him from the Philadelphia coaching staff. That seems to be Mm. where the Colts go shopping. Uh, Then they drafted Anthony Richardson, fourth overall. Nobody was more upset than me, Uh, but the guy is a physical freak. He's 6'4", 224, but he is a project. Uh, But the good news is Steichen worked wonders on Jalen Hurts, so maybe this will be a happy marriage. How do you see the Colts season turning out? Yeah, it's it's a shame. It really could have been, you know, a little bit um, more exciting if not for the the Taylor uh, saga, the Jonathan Taylor saga. What a mess. Um, You know, I think it's looking more and more like he's going to be a cult this year. But, you know, is he healthy? And um, I I, I hear here as of a few hours ago, um, there's another team in the mix other than the, the Dolphins. But they just want too much. And, and I think what what's happened in the back and forth tweets, you know, this offseason, it's just. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to want to touch that with a 10 foot pole, but anyway, you know, rough sledding for the offensive line to start last season, one of the worst, but they had a great second half um, came into this, this off season projected as a top 10 offensive line. Although I think you guys did have some preseason injuries um, that will uh, to a few linemen that'll probably hinder that a little bit. Um, you know, decent weapons. Shane's obviously uh, got a good track record of working with young talented quarterbacks. I love Jalen hurts. Um, so that'll be intriguing, especially next year. Um, and, you know, I think uh, I think Richardson's got some talent. I got to see him play the Eagles. I saw his uh, he plays with a bit of a chip on his on his shoulder. You know, he was he was out there doing doing the bird wave in the end zone when he scored that, that touchdown. So, uh, you know, as a Philly fan, I, I appreciate players like that. And I think he's going to be OK for you. Listen, I, too, was watching that game and I. um I didn't mind what I saw. His stats didn't quite show how effective he was. Uh, his legs kept mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of drives alive. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like third and eight, nobody's open. He would scramble and get it done. Um, yep. What what worries me is that he, he looks like a one read and run kind of guy. Uh, but maybe you know the ceiling is Lamar Jackson, and that would be that would be a okay. I can I can get behind that wagon. Um, this is a solid defense in Indy, uh, and they're facing the third easiest schedule this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the Jonathan Taylor thing, my neighbor down here in South Jersey, uh, 
it's kind of disappointing. It was it was an awesome draft day when he got drafted by my favorite team, and I don't know where he's going to end up. It it looks like he's going to be staying in Indy, but it's it's not a good situation there. So hopefully hopefully that works out. They lost some pieces on defense this year. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, Yannick Ngakwe, yeah. Bobby Okurke. Um, so hopefully they can just fill those spots with effective players. I lean over six and a half, but again, I'm not going to play it. Um, I kind of like Anthony Richardson, offensive rookie of the year. Just can't get there either. Do you have any plays? Is there anything you like for this Colts team? You know, I, I really don't. I, I, I can't, um, I can't find any with the uncertainty at running back. Um, I like Michael Pittman, but again, with, with Richardson's development, I just don't know, you know, what's going to happen there and how much he'll actually be targeted this year. I'm a, I'm a pass, uh, but I do think I'm, I'm actually leaning under, I know you're over the six and a half. Um, you know, from my standpoint, they're basically the Texans um, uh, premium, you know? So the Texans to me are a Colts light. And, you know, so I could see an extra win, maybe two. I pass. Yeah, yeah. So we, we neither of us will have any action on the Colts. Um, and I'll just, you know, be rooting for them. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? So let's tackle these Tennessee Titans. Last year was a down year for Coach Mike Vrabel, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. They are set to return and try and right the ship. Uh, they had a, had a really stout uh, rushing defense last year. They were third and third down conversion rate allowed, uh, number one in rushing yards allowed and yards per carry, um, although they were the worst passing defense in the league. So uh, it really looks like they miss A.J. Brown. Uh, and last year's leading receiver, Robert Woods, is gone. So they mm-hmm. obviously looking for Traylon Burks to take a step forward, and then they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, new OC, Tim Kelly, hopes to add a little bit of a creative element. Uh, they drafted an offensive lineman, Peter Skaronsky, in the first round. Um, I don't know, Vince. I, what do you what do you think about the Titans in 2023? Well, I love Vrabel. Uh, I think he's one of the, the best uh, coaches in the league. Um, you've got pretty much this entire core coaching staff returning with the exception of Kelly there, who could add a little spark to the offense. They, like you, like you said, did play that old star receiver car once again with uh, with Mr. Hopkins. I think he's got more gas left in the tank. I don't think this is going to be a Randy Moss situation or a uh, most recently with, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on on uh, on his name from the Falcons last year. Um, Julio? Julio Jones. Julio, thank you. Well, it's late, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be one of those. I think Hopkins got gas left in the tank. Um, obviously, you've got a beast in the backfield in Derrick Henry to take some of that pressure off of Tannehill, but We'll see. I mean, historically, they've been basically one receiver running routes and, and then Derrick Henry, kind of an offense. So I hope, you know, Kelly can can uh, can turn on the Jets a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, the the Titans, they drafted Will Levis out of Kentucky. He's a pro-style quarterback. And, you know, there was a lot of talk that maybe he would get the starting nod. And then Malik Willis looked pretty good in the preseason. So suddenly that's a, a crowded quarterback room of guys that, that can play. Um, you know, and they also drafted Tajay Spears, who was a running back out of Tulane. Again, mm-hmm. I'm a degenerate college football gambler. Saw a lot of, of Tajay Spears. This kid is awesome, Vince. He, he yeah. had 229 carries last year, 1,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, 6.9 yards per tote. So I think that running game will get even stronger as they have Derrick Henry Light, like you said, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to take some of those those carries and, and 
you know, keep Henry fresh. So I like this Titans team. I like that the, they went out and got Hopkins. I mean, I think that's huge. I am on the over seven and a half wins. I am also on the Titans to win the division plus 350. Do you have any plays here? Um, you know, um, I don't. Uh, I do have them at eight wins this year. So I think, um, you know, well, that's, they're over. that's not enough. That's not enough to win the division. I'm dead. I, yeah, I, I don't. I'm so I'm shocked. I got to be honest. Um, OK, um, over the Jags, really. OK, here's why. I think that the Jaguars are completely overvalued in this market. So it's more of a it's more of a value play grabbing a number that I think is a little too long. Not that I actually think it'll hit, but if you grab enough bad numbers, then you'll turn a profit long term. So this is one of those number grabs for me. Okay, I'll take your word for it and not the fact that uh, Doug Peterson, former uh, Eagles head coach, uh, is there to lead the Jaguars now to a we all we need, we all we got Super Bowl run. Yeah, but I mean, he got fired from the Eagles, didn't he? (laughs) It's for another show, Phil. All right, all right. So (laughs) let's talk about these Jacksonville Jaguars, unless you have a play on the Titans. Now let's move on. All right. Uh, the Jags win total set at nine and a half. They were nine and eight last season with the playoff appearance under your boy, Dougie P Trevor Lawrence definitely made the leap and he should be even more potent this year with Calvin Ridley returning. Uh, that looks to be the main add to this roster. Uh, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones were very, very effective. They combined for 166 catches and 1,931 yards as Lawrence topped 4,000 Travis Etienne was also a 1,000-yard back on the ground, 5.1 yards a carry, and 35 catches out of the backfield. This defense, though, was not great. They were 24th overall, very young. What do you think about the Jags in 2023? Yeah, so I mentioned it. I love Doug. Um, You know, he left on uh, interesting terms in Philly, but he's bringing that same family mentality that led the Eagles to a Super Bowl into that locker room. You have to love that. Um, on the other side of um, of that waste of a coach down in Florida, so uh, Urban back home, yeah, Mr. Meyer. So you also have to love that for the development of Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Doug's a former quarterback in this league. He saw um, you know what he's done over the course of his career. Um, also worked with Mr. Mahomes back in uh, his days in, in KC. Uh, what I don't love for for Trevor's development is the offensive line is projected to be one of the worst in the league. Uh, and they also had a big loss there in uh, in Jawan Taylor. It's also graded as one of the worst run blocking uh, lines last year. Apparently, that doesn't matter though when you have Travis Etienne. Okay, so I've got some uh, some love for for Travis. Obviously, after missing all of twenty one with a Liz Frank injury, he looked electric last year. Eclipsed eleven hundred yards on the ground, five point one yards per carry. That's Nick Chubb esque. Uh, not to make too many, too many correlations here. Would you stunned. say it's a, it's a chub? It's a chub. He's a, he's a chub light. Well, he's a light chub. He's a half chub. He's a half chub. He's a half chub. All right. Um. So yeah, I mean, I loved, I love the Ridley move. Um. You know, he hasn't played in since twenty one, but um, this is an elite route runner, and he's going to make a big difference in Trevor's development and open things up for a, a, a great receiving core. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to see, to see Ridley back out there. Uh, I think, um, you know, I, I don't know if the, 
the, the punishment fit the crime. You know, he lost a, a full year in his prime just for, for doing a little gambling stuff we do all day long. Is that why, is that why you love Calvin? I do love Calvin. Big Ridley fan. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but what I like about this Jags team, when they, they added tight end Evan Ingram, and I think he he's a, a good fit uh, to this offense. He's a big body. Um, you know, another, another good target for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Vince, I'm taking an opposite stance on ETN. He clearly tired down the stretch last year. And uh, a guy that I respect quite a bit over at Sportsline, uh, Prop Stars, he is on Travis ETN under six and a half rushing touchdowns. And I agree. And, you know, the Jaguars, um, they realized that, that, you know, maybe he had tired uh, by the end of the year and they went out and they drafted Tank Bigsby, who's a power runner out of Auburn. I think mm-hmm. he will vulture goal line carries from Travis Etienne. So if you're on a yardage prop, I don't mind that, but I'm taking the under six and a half rushing TDs. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on the, on the, the TDs front. I a hundred percent agree. Um, I think, I think Travis will be lucky to, um, to eclipse a thousand yards this year. Um, my, my player prop is actually not him. So oh, it's, oh, okay. uh, it, yeah, surprise. Um, it's Mr. Ridley. Hey. I love uh, Mr. Ridley over 900 receiving yards at uh, last I checked was uh, minus one tenth at DK. I I think Vince that maybe you just tell him maybe you just slide into his DMs and be like, hey man, I put you in think? a bet on you, your over you 900 and a half, and I think he'll respect that. Should I ask him? Wants, do you think do you think he'll also place one on himself, or that's too high risk at this point? I. I I, I don't know, you know, maybe maybe he's got some cousins or uh, some distant family members that can place the bet for him uh, because it's it's hot, it's hot down there in Jacksonville. Isn't that like telling uh, somebody with a with a three year chip that uh, this IPA is mighty tasty? Yeah, but I mean, you get a one year chip after that, you know, you start out, you get a one week chip. Who knows? Still, you know? still chips and chip. Yeah, you get get all kinds of chips. Who cares what numbers on it? Vince, I'm, I'm running out of material. I don't I don't have anything left for, for the More like a, a, a sour cream and onion chip. See? There's a chip for anybody. They come in all sizes and bags. That's right. That's right. All right, man. Well, that, that about wraps it up. I would, I guess I would suggest, if you're not already, to get into the book club, especially with the NFL here. We're, we're dropping all kinds of props. You also get all of the racing plays before they are made public. You get darts. You get baseball tennis the u.s open is happening right now i just unleashed the college football win totals 12 divisions covered spreadsheets and projected win totals i think we made 40 something plays on those so that's fun uh, but get in the book club at www.thedegens.net thedegens.net three-day free trial 25 bucks a month vince you're in it and you love it let's do it again this week phil let's do it For everybody here, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next show. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.